But there are also many, many, many civilians who are like just angry because their neighborhood is being destroyed and because violence is being perpetrated in their community. And our protagonists like beat the shit out of those people <laughs> in a way that I think is like very intentionally dark and unsettling. Um, Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special bonus listener-requested episode of the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is a review of By Bust. I'm Christopher Schnazy. And I'm Stephen Miller. And if you join us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we usually dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near, theater near you. Um, but uh, for this episode this week, um, essentially, we did our top ten episodes at the end of the year, um, talking about our top 10 films of the previous year. We put out a request for listeners to uh, give us their top 10 lists, and at the end of that list, they could also list a film that came out last year that we didn't review, that they wanted us to review, and a listener came in, um, who has been a long-time listener to the show and has written in a number of times over the years, um, uh, wrote in and requested this review of By Bust. Um, we have selected this as the review that we're going to do. Um, so we are here getting ready to do that right now. Cayman is also setting a record being the only listener to have two requested episodes. That's right. Come to air, I believe. So, uh, so yeah, so just, that's what you guys have to live up to the rest of you listeners who have done nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to deserve any of this. Um, no, but in all seriousness, uh, we love everybody who listens to the show. Um, we just love Cayman more. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he has seniority, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, we we love hearing from anybody who listens to the show. It's nice to get like infrequent messages, but whenever we do, we get a nice message from somebody who's listening. Let lets us know that we're not just doing this every week to no one. Um, so we greatly appreciate all all the time anybody spent listening to the show. It still surprises us when we see that people are downloading do, and listening. Do you to these remember? I it it was like 2014 or 2013, 2014 probably. The the trailer episode we did at uh, Cayman's request. Do you remember what they were trailers for? I do not remember. Want to feel old? <laughs> it was the first Jurassic Park movie. Um, the no. first Star Wars. <laughs> the first Jurassic World movie. Yeah, the first Jurassic World movie. <laughs> <laughs> the the first new J.J. Abrams Star Wars movie. Nice. Um, I can't remember the others. But like this was pre any of the Star Wars reboot. Boot, yeah. Boot. <laughs> I think your brain just reported. <laughs> we didn't even know Ryan Johnson was going to direct a Star Wars movie when we did that episode. That's how long it's been. Crazy times, crazy times. Um, but uh, yeah, we've we've survived all this time. You listeners, some of you have survived all this time. Some of you might be new, um, but uh, some might be dead. <laughs> I learned. Whoa. I learned from this movie that a lot of people can die in a short time if you're not careful. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why I don't go for walks in the slums during. Uh, that is factually correct, Stephen. Lots of people can die in a short amount of time. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, what do you say we get into this review? Let's do it. All right, we're going to take a listen to the trailer for By Bust, uh, a film which is currently streaming on Netflix. So go ahead and get ready to listen to this, and then we're going to come back and give you that review. assure me that you will be a team player yes sir 
tungkol dito sa isa sa mga malalaking isda. Kaya kailangan natin kumilos ka agad. Kitain nyo na rin ang mga pesida natin sa labas. Sinetap tayo. Hindi kayo mabuti. Pag sumuko kayo, wala isa man sa inyo masasaktan. Alright, so that was the trailer for Buy Bust, which as I've said before, is currently streaming on Netflix, um, so it's easy for you guys to get. Uh, it is essentially the story of a sort of um, police force who is attempting to bust a buy, <laughs> and uh, they end up finding themselves in this slum where a lot of people in this slum want to kill them, and they have to fight their way out and try to escape um, the onslaught of just person after person who just wants to wreck their shit up. Um, Stephen Miller, what did you think of Vibust? Uh, so I should preface this by saying that I have not seen the Raid films. <laughs> I, I think that's going to be relevant uh, later when we discuss it. Um, so with, with that in mind, I watched this on a plane on my way back from Virginia two days ago, three days ago. And so I was all alone in my seat trying to shield my computer screen from the guy sitting next to me so he wouldn't know what a violent thing I was watching. <laughs> um, and, like, even in those conditions, I actually really, really, really liked this movie. Um, I think it had a kind of, like, a giddy insanity to its violence that I appreciated. It kind of, like, any movie like this is going to be about the blurry line between the good guys and the bad guys, right? And about how, like in the drug war or in the war on crime or whatever you want, you know, you fill in the blanks. No one is left moral at the end, right? That, that's kind of always the theme. But this movie takes that to such an extreme. Like there are, there, there are quote bad guys in this movie who are being, who are slaughtering and being slaughtered. But there are also many, many, many civilians who are like just angry because their neighborhood is being destroyed and because violence is being perpetrated in their community. And our protagonists, like, beat the shit out of those people <laughs> in a way that I think is, like, very intentionally dark and unsettling. Um, like, like, I do think it paces it in a way where you are not rooting for the protagonist every time. You're just looking at the mayhem. Like, you're looking at them turn the next corner and see a crowd of people coming after them and think, like, Jesus Christ, what is going to happen here? Yeah. Um, I feel like the 
the location was really cool. I like the the slum of Manila vibe. It feels like those like I, I've only been to Manila for small amounts of time, and I was mostly in like fancy hotels and stuff. Did you kill five hundred people? <laughs> like three ninety eight, maybe. <laughs> um, but but I've seen little glimpses of like the the alleyways and the nightlife and like the quote bad parts of the city. And I feel like there is always this curiosity of like what is it like in there? And this is obviously a very heightened view of that, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but it does provide just lots of cool geography for fighting because you have different stories, different layers, you have like thin barricades and you don't really know where it leads to where. You kind of have this little maze that you have to escape from. Um and I thought that was really entertaining to see. Uh I liked the moments when it gets really, really, really extreme. Like there's this character Rico who is like if The Rock ate The Rock, <laughs> not to steal from Train Ranch joke, um, but he is like incapable of dying <laughs> in this movie. It's almost like he has like some sort of charm that keeps him alive. I know exactly. <clears throat> um, I I thought another fun twist on it is that it's a female character who's kind of leading the mayhem here, and she is she's haunted by a past. But I wouldn't call her, quote, principled either. Like, I'm pretty sure... No, Rico cuts someone's head off. (laughs) (laughs) They both both do lots of damage. And this is kind of... It reminded me of when... So when we watched Lone Survivor, my big issue, which I called Lone Survivor's guilt, was the feeling at the end of watching um, Mark Wahlberg plow through, like, a hundred people just so he could escape, was thinking, like, was it worth it? What was it? Could I really feel good about the fact that like you survived if it meant a hundred, even terrorists, but like just a hundred people had to die? Yeah. Um, and this movie like takes that to such an extreme because this movie is about the police who know that them being sent into this area is the reason the mayhem broke out, and they know pretty clearly on that it was probably a setup that it was meant to cause violence. And yet they fight their way out still, and they keep fighting. And the more it goes on, every time you think they're going to stop fighting and come to some kind of peaceful resolution, they just double down and fight even more. And Well, I mean, in all fairness, they don't have the option to just not fight because the no, other course, people are attacked. not going to not fight. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think any character in this movie is making like a terribly unethical personal decision, but the, the weight of the movie in terms of who is being killed and what they were fighting for and like what quote side they stood on i think makes it like very very blurry and gritty in a way that i found very amusing so i don't know again if i had seen the raid movies maybe i would feel differently because i think a lot of this kind of the gun plus hand-to-hand combat in close quarters is probably well established there uh just the idea of the the degree of stunt choreography and the degree of deaths and violence that would happen Maybe that movie would have desensitized me a little bit to it, but this one I found pretty overwhelming in a way that I, I had a blast on the plane watching this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I part of the reason why Stephen keeps bringing up the raid is because by the t- point he had watched this and I had not yet watched it, I said, "Have you seen the raid films?" And he said, "No, he hasn't." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool," because I don't know. Like, the trailer reminded me a little bit of The Raid because it's a very similar story. Like, a bunch of people go into one place where they are trapped and have to fight their way out. And maybe not all of them come out of there. (laughs) And lots and lots of people die. And it seemed to kind of be selling 
um, some like really really crazy interesting um, a- action. And I know that there are like some really really cool um, martial arts styles that come from the Philippines, and they're they're so rad and awesome that like everything from the Bourne films to the American Sherlock Holmes films all borrow this fighting style to show off in their films. The Sherlock be- Holmes films did? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's um that. You you can you can go like find supercuts online. It's was it's, it John C. Riley or Will Ferrell who did it? No, not those Sherlock Holmes just films. Kidding, Stop it! Just kidding. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they a lot of uh, like a lot of stunt choreographers or fight choreographers from the Philippines will insert this martial art Eskrima, I think it's called, like into. Um, like whatever fighting styles they're doing in the films that they're doing, it always looks super badass and it's rad. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. This is going to be like the raid, but from the Philippines. Right. Um, and, uh, so I went into it kind of hoping and expecting that sort of thing. Like I knew from the trailer that it was a very similar setup to those films and, um, was just willing to watch whatever it was. Um, so the positive things that I will say about this film is that I really like the build up to the tension, right? The beginning of this film is, slow, monotonous, nothing, all leading towards like, oh, we're just going to do this one simple thing. We want to smoke this guy out. You go deliver this stuff. We'll grab this guy and it'll be done. Um, But like twist, we got to like move and go to this other location. And there is this long stretch of time where it's just like a police force slowly following these people deeper and deeper and deeper into this maze-like slum. And you just know that any second now shit's going to go down. And it's sort of just you watching them slowly grab one person here. It's like the the raptor scene in Jurassic World, right? Mm-hmm. Where, like, the soldiers are just going... It reminds me of playing Splinter Cell, actually. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's like, pop out of the shadows, snap a guy's neck, drag him back here. Um, but they weren't... To their fairness, and, and you're saying... Like, what you were saying before is, they're trying to be good, right? They are not snapping the necks of people and hiding them in bushes. Right. They're just grabbing them, telling them to be quiet, zip-tying them, and trying to keep them out of harm's way so they can stalk, so they can find this one person, so they could capture them. Um, obviously that's not going to work out. Um, but yeah, so I think for the most part, I like the build up to this film. Um, when I watch films of this type, um, this is the type of film where like starts with a lot of dialogue. And then once the action starts, there's very little dialogue, right? It's just mayhem. And that's kind of what you're signing up for with this film. My problem, I think really with by bust is I personally think the choreography is horrible. Really? Um, I... Once again, this is might be coming from my love of the raid films, like Your ev- Indonesian bias. Yeah, my Indonesian bias. Like everything from the camera work in those films to just the the sheer like trying to, fo- and it's not like the camera moves are jarring and it's hard to follow the action. It's the people are moving so fast and doing such inc- like there are scenes where like somebody will take like a hooked knife swing it into somebody's wrist, run it up the arm, through the chest, and down the other arm in one move, and you're just like, oh, shit, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And that's just a random attack in, in the raid films, right? Like, they completely top themselves moment to moment. There are scenes where it's like five punches, and then grab a guy's head and slam it into a wall six times, and the wall's crumbling, and the guy's head's crumbling, and you're just like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. It, it's, it's like, honestly, it's like watching John Wick, right? Mm-hmm. Except for it's people's fists instead of guns. <laughs> And I think when you watch those films, it's so kinetic and the moves are so impressive. And you're like, I don't know what's happening. These people are actually hurting each other because it just looks that freaking good. And I think in this film, it feels like 
like I, I I believe that there are some like big stars that are in this film, and it feels a lot like big stars that are not trained <laughs> to do this type of fighting, doing their best to handle the choreography they're giving and I, given. And I think that like for me watching the film, it just wasn't it just wasn't that impressive. Like the set was awesome. I mm-hmm. love the these slums and like. The rain's pouring down, and like the, these little alleyways are just filling up with water, and it's just freaking mayhem everywhere. And I love just the aesthetics of this film. It looks really awesome. It looks scary. Like the situations that they're in, constantly not knowing where somebody's coming. People are just jumping off roofs. Sometimes people are just throwing pots and pans. Sometimes people are like throwing knives and shit, and like throwing Molotov cocktails. Like all of that is really awesome. But the individual, like there is one scene in this, which is the scene that we should be celebrating, which is this one long take where the 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 female lead is just trying not to get overwhelmed by all these people. Mm-hmm. That should be super super impressive, but it doesn't feel like even Atomic Blonde, right? Like there are scenes in Atomic Blonde where like Charlize Theron is just barely not dying mm-hmm. and she's just getting the shit kicked out of her, but she is overcoming everything that's being thrown at her, but just barely. And it's so freaking impressive. Like it just it like you feel every impact. And in this film I just don't feel that at all in any of the combat scenes. And like the 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 only scene in the film where I feel this unit is a good unit is when they're doing the exercise at the beginning of the film where they're clearing rooms, right? That's where they feel proficient and they look like they're actually trained to do this. And then the rest of the time, it just seems like utter chaos. And I just, it's hard for me to watch a film of this type and not be like, just brought down by this fight choreography just because it's not... It's not super exciting to me just because it doesn't have that high quality. Like it, when, when you sol- when you mouse over this film in Netflix, it goes right into that one shot take and it just plays a little bit of that. And even if you watch that, there's a lot of like, like okay, the the the, the, the big guy that you said looks like the Rock ate the Rock. Right. Um, there's a scene where he's just waist deep in water and guys are coming at him. And it's not like he's doing like five punches and then knocking them out. He's just putting his arm up and then throwing them behind him mm-hmm. and then throwing them behind him. And he's just slowly wading through this pool, throwing people. And that's not like, that's not impressive, right? It's not like the rock busting out of a cast, right? Sure. <laughs> it, it's just, I, I felt so let down by this film. And, it, like, and this is a film where... Like, you're bringing up a lot of the interesting parts of the story, but those are sort of things you have to pull out yourself, right? This film is not, like, front and center with that. It's 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 trying to have some back and forth and some twisty stuff and, like, who's who's the worst person and who's, like... It, it is bringing that up, but it's still surface level. It at least feels like that to me. Um, what this film is really selling is this crazy brawl. This is going to be the burly brawl from The Matrix, except for instead of one person that's there's a thousand of them, it's going to be a thousand people. Um... And I just feel like, to me, it let me down. I'm sorry, Cayman. I, I just felt like this film did not deliver on that action. So, so that's interesting to me. And maybe it means that I just don't have the same, if I'm generous, the same eye for fight choreography. If I'm not generous, the same like personal taste in fight choreography. <laughs> because for me, the fight choreography was always completely like gripping to watch. And I get that it it was not gripping in the sense of, holy shit, how did they pull off that stunt? But I think for the story they wanted to tell, like, like you mentioned the the scene and the aesthetics of the movie being really cool. And to me, that is primarily what the movie is. The movie felt like 
playing a video game in this aesthetic where I have to navigate all the different areas. There's different elevations I can go to. There's different people who are posing a threat, right? If I'm walking on a roof, maybe the people underneath me are going to shoot at any moment. If I'm down below, maybe people are going to dive from the roof all of a sudden. And the fact that it is in this kind of... Again, I, I don't know how other films of this genre look necessarily, but the fact that it's cast in this like night, this rainy night with sudden flashes of light where it's kind of like hazy and muddied visuals, that made it feel more like a, a brawl brawl to me, not a many technically proficient people fighting situation, but just like shit is fucked up. <laughs> and, 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 and that was the general feeling for me over and over again is shit keeps getting more and more fucked up. How is she going to get to the next level so she can get get to the boss, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm 100% fine with the thousands of people who are trying to kill them not being proficient. But they are trilled, they're trained, like the entire opening of this film is a training montage of them getting really good at fighting, right? Mm-hmm. There are scenes where like, somebody has a gun and they're showing how to pull the gun out of somebody's hand or somebody has a knife and they're showing how to disarm a person who has a knife. Like, So there are supposed to be trained proficient people and I feel like they are not. And there's also things that like they do because the filmmakers think it looks cool. But in my head, I'm like, does that make sense? Like we talked about how it's raining. Like it's mm-hmm. raining, raining. It's raining so much that these alleyways, which are really like hallways in this slum, are filling waist deep with water. That's it, that's raining like 90 inches an hour, whatever. I was making up numbers. Yeah. That's 90 inches would be like above my head. But uh, it's just raining a lot, right? There's a scene where a guy climbs in through a window with a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> I don't... I, I've never made a Molotov cocktail myself. I know that the alcohol will burn... But I assume that a completely rain-soaked rag, even with the alcohol in it, might not light. Um, I don't know. I think it. I, I think it actually would. I think okay. the alcohol would go through it anyway. It just seems I'm silly. No to, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe it will. I just in my head, I know there's like water alcohol separation, right? I don't I don't know. There's some. Mm-hmm. It just seemed implausible to me, which is fine. I can't fault this film for having a, a sweet Molotov cocktail. But it's just it. It's funny to like. There, there's a scene where this woman is hiding in a room. And these guys try to sneak in the window to fight her. And one of them just has a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> I'm like, you are soaking wet, dude. Why don't you use that to warm up? Yeah, I see. I, I, I did really enjoy the Molotov cocktails in the fighting, though. I like that. I also like there's a guy you referenced off mic, I think, with the crazy glasses. Who's like oh, the, yeah, yeah. the meth head who is like the the sub sub boss, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I thought like his aesthetic was really cool. I, I I just liked how how seedy all of the bad guys were, and there were the different levels. Like uh, Biggie Chen is like the the main one at the end, who is of course more of the quote mastermind. That's like getting to the the front of Snowpiercer or something, you know. Yeah. Um, but then like so Biggie Chen has his second in command, who's kind of the more the ruthless character. So he there, there's a moment early in this movie where he shoots an old man point blank in the face just to prove that he means business. Like, and then you have all the lackeys underneath him who are, some of them are on drugs. Some of them just seem like incredibly buff and have decided to like fight for this guy. And 
I, I don't know. I, I liked it. It gave me a kind of Kill Bill type joy of just seeing the different levels of insanity that yeah. the the main character goes through. So so let me ask you this too. What what do you think the tone of this film is? Because there are musical choices. So there there are times where the music kicks in and it's like fun, crazy rock, like punk music where it's like, yeah, crazy stuff's going to happen. And then sometimes it's almost like a western-y type music. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's like a strange like flute like, I, I played a clip for people at the office at lunch um, because uh, they asked what I thought of this film. And they were like, is that is that music in the film? And, like, they described it as, like, when you music starts playing in one of your other tabs in your browser and you don't know where it's coming from, but you're watching one thing and there's music from something else playing. There's just times where, like, the music choices in the film seem strange and i don't know the tone this film is trying to hmm. get to whether it's supposed to be slightly comedic um or if it's supposed to be serious and you know that like part of the problem is that i'm reading a film and i'm watching i'm i'm just reading the film and listening to the music and i'm trying to gauge what the tone of the film is supposed to be and it, sometimes i just don't know like cuz there's clearly wacky zany characters but you can have a serious film with a wacky zany character it doesn't mean the film is supposed to be wacky zany but when you have this like musical choice that makes me not take it seriously it's just hard to know what i'm supposed to feel yeah so i i for music in particular i i can't say i clocked it very much my memory of it was kind of like uh it was like a Western, but with some more modern electronic elements to it. That that was the general feeling I had. Um, but in terms of the tone, it, it isn't comedic, but it also, I don't think, is super serious. It is kind of reveling in bloodshed. Yeah. Um, and there are moments here that are clearly reveling in it. Like, there, there is a character who is ostensibly good, who is fighting in a household with people who I do not believe are drug dealers. I think they're just regular <laughs> people. And a woman is attacking him because he killed her husband and he cuts her head off <laughs> to, quote, shut the bitch up, I believe is the line. Not, and not just cuts her head off. It is garden shears mm. that are used to decapitate her. Yeah, yeah, double fists it. And that was kind of rad. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I was like, hell Yeah. Like so, things like that. I don't think you can take completely seriously. Either. Yeah, it, it's clearly meant to be heightened bloodshed and taking joy in it. And, and so, for me, the reason I bring up Kill Bill, and I know they're like wildly different films in other areas, but that's also a movie where every time Tarantino makes something like that, there's a little wink of like, "You're on to the next level. You're not going to believe the fucking shit that's going to come here." You know? Yeah. And I, I definitely think this movie had a little bit of that. It does tie in. A tone that I would say is mildly more serious by the end, where she's thinking about corruption, which I do think is, like, kind of specific to Philippine politics right now, too. Like, I think there's a little bit of a difference there. Um, But I still, I I, I never took it as, like, a a dour movie. I definitely think it's a movie that was having fun with the killing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, One last question for you. Uh, There's a scene towards the end where people are talking about who is Judas. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Were you tracking all of that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I feel like at some point I lost count, <laughs> and it just seemed like a, like that, I, that. I think there are only ever two hypothetical Judases, and there's I, the I mean, one that we know, and then the other one that we didn't know. But I feel like the character literally says the line, "We're all Judas," <laughs> or "We're all a little Judas." So, I, I don't remember what yeah, the exact well, line well, so is. Yeah, well, so I think the the discovery is that 
the police force is crooked. Most of the cops are crooked. Yeah. Most people are turning on each other. And there's the general, the drug war wouldn't survive without, you know, it's like the, I feel like it's definitely been done in other movies too, that you need us, right? Like we complete each other. So I don't know, but there were definitely two primary quote Judases in the movie that are being outed as having set things up. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Well, any, any last thoughts about this film, Steven? I don't know. I I think this is a good headphone plane movie because you can just get into it. You can enjoy it for what it is. You're not going to be distracted by anything else. And I, I I really liked it. I was exhausted. It was like eight in the morning. I was getting on an airplane. I popped this on and I had a big dumb smile on my face by the end of it. (laughs) So I I was glad to catch it. I don't think I would have otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Well, why don't we get to our official verdicts then? Uh, Steven, if you're going to give this a must-see, recommend with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it? So I'm recommending with a caveat. I think this is a very fun movie for the style. I enjoyed the action. I really, really liked the setting and the aesthetics. It, I don't know. I, I thought it was a cool thing, and I've never seen anything quite like this before. The caveat being this is not typically my genre, and while like I have fun with the insane heightening of violence and like the body count getting higher and higher i don't think it built to something that is steven like you know like like it wasn't saying something that yeah. i'm going to latch onto for a while but i thought it was a totally fun way to spend a couple hours yeah um i go with your gut oh i'm so sorry cayman <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give it a pass with the caveat um i I I mean it's it's un, it's it's honestly unfair my rating for this film but it's just I can't it the the combat in the film didn't excite me there is I love the credit shot of this of this film like it is just amazing I love it it most films don't look at the aftermath of something like this in the way that the credits of this film do so I really really appreciated that what there's only thirteen dead um <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I yeah so I I just didn't I didn't enjoy this film as much as I wanted to and I couldn't watch it without the discerning eye of not being happy with the fight choreography in the film. Also, I think it's funny in a film that opens with a character berating the lead of the film saying it's not about being an army of one. It's only about your squad. The squad is everything and the film proves that it's really about an army of one. <laughs> Maybe an army of two. Yeah. But then an army of one. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I'm not I'm not upset that I watched the film. I just, it was not as exciting as what I expected to. Um, so, yeah. Cool. So, sorry, Cayman. <laughs> Thank you, Cayman. Uh, but yeah, that is going to bring us to the end of this listener requested review. <laughs> the last listener requested review. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, hey, just... the last listener requested review was the emoji movies. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So that's it's gonna bring us to the end of this review. Stephen Miller, people want to find you that week. Where can they do that? People can go to twitter.com/sdavidmiller or sdavidmiller.com. 
People can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to subscribe to the show, you can do so in Overcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning, Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning, or Instagram.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thesportalwarning.com or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Buy Bust. Hopefully that is available. Um, and uh, yeah, that is it. We will be back, as we said before in the last episode. We'll be back next week with a review of Captain Marvel, which hopefully has better fight choreography. I would... <laughs> I, I gotta. I want Captain Marvel to be good, but I, I, I'm so afraid that it isn't. Like every trailer, every everything has made me be like, I don't, I don't know. I don't I, know. I'm, I'm excited, but maybe I'm, I'm lowering my expectations so I can be pleasantly surprised. Uh, but yeah, we will let you know next week whether he was pleasantly surprised or whether I was let down. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the review. We will see you next time.